In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Psalm 1, verses 1 through 4, where I'll answer the question, how can I live righteously? Psalm 1, verses 1 through 4 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. I think that most people like the idea of living righteously. Given the option, if you want to be considered righteous or wicked, most people are going to land on the righteous end of that spectrum. At least that's what their desire is going to be. So we find ourselves asking the question, how can I live righteously? How can I make sure that my ways are right both before God and man? Well, here in the Psalms, we find some way of answering that question. So here are three thoughts from Psalm 1, verses 1 through 4, answering the question, how can I live righteously? Thought number one, avoid the wicked. The psalmist says, blessed is the man who doesn't go along with the sinner, who doesn't sit with the scoffer, who doesn't ingratiate himself with the wicked. It's the blessed man who has sufficient wisdom to stay away from and avoid the influence of those who are wicked. And this is how a person can begin to be righteous, because we recognize that we are influenced by the people that we surround ourselves with. Since this is the case, if we want to be righteous, the thing we ought to do is surround ourselves with as many righteous people as we can. We should be seeking the company of righteous people and making sure that we minimize the influence of the wicked upon ourselves. Now, I don't think that this passage necessarily means that you should never find yourself in the presence of a wicked person. That sort of thing just doesn't seem very reasonable, but you do have a decision to make on how much you're going to let other individuals influence you and your behavior. This is why we don't sit in the seat of scoffers, but instead seek righteous people to be a positive influence on us. Thought number two, delight in the law. It's the righteous person who delights in the law, who goes back to the words of the prophets, to the words of Moses, who looks at the writings and finds that in God's revealed word, there are great truths to be found. That within the Bible, we have the appropriate amount of information given to us on how to lead lives that are righteous, and not just righteous, but that are actually good, that net a moral positive in the world. As we devote ourselves to the scriptures, as we devote ourselves to living in the way described in the Bible, we find ourselves being more and more righteous, and we find that we delight in the Word of God more and more. It's one of those things where you accumulate over time greater insight into the scriptures. And as you do that, you find that they are 
far richer than you ever would have anticipated when you first began to study them. So if you would be righteous, delight in the law of God. Thought number three, be steadfast. This is a reflection of God's own character. All through the Psalms, you will find that they repeat this phrase, the steadfast love of the Lord endures forever. It's this steadfast idea, this idea of being consistent, this idea of being stalwart, of not being wishy-washy, of being built upon the firm foundation of the law of God. It's this steadfast, consistent idea that helps you to be righteous and to live a life that is righteous before both God and man. We need to be a consistent people, not necessarily consistent with ourselves and our own manner of being, but instead a people who are consistent with the scriptures. And this is something that we have to continually devote ourselves to, trusting that the Holy Spirit will empower us to do that which the Lord requires, as he is being gracious with us, a people he has called to be his own. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Psalms 1 and 2. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by clicking on the link below or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible where we are reading the text of Scripture together.